Alex. Hey, Andrew. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside. And what's that, Alex? That is a podcast, Andrew. Wow. Do you know what a podcast is? Kind of like the radio? Yeah, it's like someone has stuck me to one side of their head and you to the other side of their head and we speak directly into their ears for 30 minutes. <laughs> That'd be a really rough way actually to edit the audio. Really pan it left and right. I think uh, it would freak people out who know us <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Every week, we come up with ridiculous business ideas. Like, what if we could perform a miracle inside your place of business to attract more customers? I mean, that would be pretty exciting. I would go. Yeah, I would go too. I've had a pretty busy week, actually. Have I've been on lots and lots of trains. Oh. I've been traveling a lot. I like a train. I, well, I find trains are a great place for me to dump all the stupid content <laughs> of my brain into this ever-growing iPad document I have with all my sure business ideas. I got 31 ridiculous business ideas Holy moly. Out, of my, out of my train trips. So it covers a wide range of things. They're all yeah. excellent. So an app that lets you just choose a time. What would an erotic jigsaw puzzle look like? Or silos. <laughs> what else can we silo? But I'm not here to talk to you about any of those great ideas today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, at least one of those I'm kind of glad we're not here to talk about. But <laughs> let's, let's move on. Yeah, what what are you bringing to the table today, Andrew? I, well, I was on the train. Oh, I, as you said. As I, as I said. But I also had this feeling when I was on the underground in London as well once, where there's those signs that says, if you pull this lever, you're going to get fined. Oh, yeah. And it's red. So it's obviously, you're, you want to do this thing. It, it looks so, so pullable, this mm-hmm. lever. And it would stop the train. And a bit of my brain is like, would it really stop? Would it really stop the train? What what practically would happen if I just stopped the train right now? What what, what would the ramifications that be? It sounds kind of fun actually. Mm-hmm. It also enables this new thing. Like, what if I wanted to get off the train right now? Yeah. What if I see something interesting outside? So I was sitting there being like, "Holy shit! Pulling this lever is going to be great." And then it's like, "You'll be fined like two hundred and fifty pound." I was like, "There, that's that's a bargain." right that could be great value i need to get off the train right now and it's kind of funny to see what happens 250 i've paid probably mm, i i I paid 200 pounds for the experience i think and it got me thinking a lot of situations in life Mm -hmm. you're disincentivized from doing it because of fighting oh yeah so my business my business today is a subscription service you subscribe to and you can just do all that stuff. Every time you say, see a sign that says, we'll find you if you do it, you can just do it now. Our lawyers will just take care of it. When that fine comes, send it to us and we'll deal with it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So basically anywhere that it says there is a fine for doing something, you can now do that thing. That sounds risky as all hell well it's obviously only fun petty crime okay right with nothing with nothing actually bad but it's like my um pulling those levers on our train yeah you know um torrenting movies <laughs> you know i actually i think i can't think of a place where the, the where, where there would be a sign that tells you that you will be fined for doing something that is actually bad exactly it's like um tre- trespassing signs yeah on paths out in public yeah right what's wrong on the path nothing 
Yeah. So this now, this is, you have to really redefine what a fine is in your head. Once you realize it's more just an, a ticket yeah. to an experience. A- entry price. Yeah. yeah. You can park where you want now. As long as you're not being a social menace. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is our service. Our, our, our retained lawyers will come and get you out of whatever pickle you're in mm. to, a, to a degree. There'll be different tiers, potentially. Nice. Because I was thinking that like a lot of having access to a lot of petty crime can make your life a lot better. I yeah, I like this, and and the limitation that it has to be a fun thing to do is is interesting, and we should definitely ne- debate that because what is fun is quite important there, I think. But I have always wanted to pull the lever on the train to see what happens. And I have always wanted to press the button to contact the driver. Yeah. And oh, have yeah. just a little chat. I, I want to see what happens. Like, hey, what's what, going on up there? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, it's so vague. Yeah. It's like, I would just, they, they probably mean for train related problems. But what if I just want to know, like, how has the week's been? Yeah. Probably no one, everyone who calls them up is going to be like, Mr. Train Driver, there's been an accident <laughs> back here. And no one's going to be like, Mr. Train Driver. How are you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? How's your week going? Yeah. Is it, do you get like vertigo up there at the front of the train when we're going really, really fast? It that it sounds. What are quite, you worried about? <laughs> you know, like there's that bit since Star Wars where, yeah. they, where they go into light speed. Ooh. Yeah. The, and all the stars come yeah. flying the Millennium Falcon. I wonder, is it, does he feel like that? Yeah. Does he feel like Han and Chewie up there? Yeah. But instead of stars, it's trees and yeah. pylons, cows. It's interesting how you mentioned how we define what a good crime is. Yeah. I, I have, in my head, it's fairly clear. It's kind of a, it's, you know, when you see it. Yeah. It's a smell test. I saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie recently. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's really great. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they do a lot of crime in it. Yeah. They're out there doing robberies and stuff. Oh. And it's always, you always feel that like, these are the goodies. They, they, numerous times to say they don't hurt anybody and I think that helps but there's a scene where Chris Pine's character he's like a, 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 a he's a charming and lovable bard okay and he, he's out there stealing stuff and he realizes that his life changed when he realized everything he ever wanted was always behind a pane of glass <laughs> and it's all smash cuts him smashing through panes of glass <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of adventures I want this to enable yeah these sort of fun light-hearted fantasy adventures that like Oh well, if you could just take that Xbox behind the thing or those fancy jewels, and maybe you could just hop off the train wherever you want. I actually, uh, I was down on Bond Street in London once a few years ago and went into the Chanel jewelry store, which was across the road from where one of the armed robberies had happened, and I was chatting to the to the door there mm-hmm. like the security guard on the front he was dressed in a sharp suit and i was like did you see it because it had been a couple of weeks before and he said no and i said what would you have done if you had seen it and he said locked the door <laughs> <laughs> and i said okay and he said do you really think if someone came in here with a gun and asked to take everything that i would be bothered to stop them <laughs> and i said huh yeah He's like, it's all insured. It doesn't matter. No, and it's like these big violent armed robbery is kind of probably where we, we want that in this service. But the thing is, people don't realize if you go in and steal from like, no, no one cares. 
at yeah. the Tesco if you take some ham. Like the people who work there on minimum wage, they don't give a fuck. They, they'll, they'll care from the perspective of, oh, you're making my, my day more difficult. You told me a story about balls and mice. Yes, I did tell you a story about <laughs> balls and mice. That's true. I worked in an internet cafe when I was very young and the day before the internet cafe opened to What's the an public. Internet, for, for our viewers oh, in, this what's different, an internet cafe? In, in this different era. Well, Andrew, back in the early noughties, this would have been 1999, in fact, 2000, 1999, oh. 2000. Back in those days, most people didn't have access to the internet in their house. So if you wanted access to the internet, especially faster internet, you had to go out to a cafe that was plugged into the internet and browse the internet in that cafe. The absolute, I, I can't imagine like the, the terrible things that people would have been Googling. Like, like I can't do this at home. I need to be an internet cafe at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, this was a 24-hour internet, 24 internet cafe. So it was a, a real big stretch. The day before we opened, I had to go around and super glue all of the mouse ball enclosures shut. <laughs> now, a mouse ball, the mouse that you use today on your computer <laughs> yeah. has a laser in the bottom of it. But in the olden days, it actually had a ball in it that told it where it was going. And it was like a big heavy ball. And we had to super glue the ball enclosures closed because people would go around and steal all the ball enclosures, all the balls, which is pretty funny. <laughs> but also made our lives real pain in the backside. I mean, okay, so maybe how, if our subscription service allowed someone to come in and take one of these mouse balls out the mouse enclosures and yeah. without that ramification, how would that have made you feel? Would you and your business on some, like, would you have wanted reimbursed? Uh, I've got to be honest, as an employee in that internet cafe, cafe if you stole a mouse ball... I would, at that point in my life, have wanted you to die. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was so irritating when people did it. Because the supergluing process had really messed up the bottom of the mouse. (laughs) So they had to really (laughs) fucking wedge the bottom of the mouse off. So it broke the whole thing. And then you had to take, it wasn't just replace the ball, you had to take the whole mouse out. And because the mice also had to be secured, actually replacing the mouse was like a 45 minute job. (laughs) You had to unlock a thing. You had to unscrew some stuff. You had to pull the mouse out of the back because it wasn't wireless either. It was like connected to the computer with a cable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. So it was that is like that is not a victimless crime. I was the victim, and I would have seen you hang for it. <laughs> I, so I remember like working in a cinema, and if people went if people snuck into the cinema, I was like whatever. And I remember like working at a bar and if people two glasses like oh whatever I, i'm not paying enough for to care about this but maybe what we're saying is i'm actually just bad at my job <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you cared more about the the balls and the mice than i did people no, getting i, into I the think cinema. it had less impact on you right like, okay. someone being in the cinema has no impact on your life whereas someone stealing a mouse ball or poking a pen into an lcd screen <laughs> really had a huge impact on my job because i had to fix it okay maybe maybe then it is what we deem as good and bad crimes are like yeah it's it's it all violent crime is bad but how much will the part how much will the minimum wage worker on the other end of this yeah clean up stealing mouse ball 
not cool. If it was just a case of popping the mouse ball back in, okay. popping a new one in and closing the enclosure and gluing it shut again, yeah, totally. But if it takes me more than 60 seconds to fix the problem, maybe then the-, the offense, maybe there are only two types of offense. Yeah. There are good offenses and then there are ones that we hang you for. Oh, <laughs> really, really, really changing how society yeah. operates here. There's the ones that are covered by our subscription insurance scheme. And then there's the other stuff that actually just don't. The, so, okay. Um, the Let's go back to the original one. Because we've now posited this strange problem that breaks the, the whole concept of pulling the lever on the train. Yeah. Pulling the lever on the train is actually hugely, hugely disruptive. <laughs> Like, there's hundreds of people who aren't going where they're going. It probably, like, sends a cascading, like, message to the system across the country. We're like, oh, shit, the tra- this train has stopped. What's happened? It's probably not super simple to restart a train either. Imagine and if I'll- you pull the lever on one train and every train stops. <laughs> my, my question for you yeah. is how do we reconcile that, that yeah. concept with the just don't concept? I think the way it falls is if we will allow you to subscribe and insure you against, it's basically insurance, right? It's basically yes. crime yeah. insurance. Yeah, it's crime insurance. If we will insure you for it, then it's a good crime. And if we won't insure it for you, then it's a bad crime and you should go straight to jail. This, That's how we determine crime. This circular kind of like logic of it's good because it's good. <laughs> and it's, don't do it because don't do it. I mean- we say this on the show other times of like, we'll, we'll kind of, um, this is kind of a problem for deployment, mm-hmm. you know? This is the next stage on. We've done the ideation here. I think conceptually the idea of one, the pull the lever on the train is a good one. Yeah. And rethinking the fine as a ticket to do it mm-hmm. is sound idea. Yeah. It's definitely a scalable and workable business here. Uh, yeah. It's true. I think the good thing about the insurance system is that sometimes you don't want to pull the the, the lever, Mm -hmm. but someone else does. Because ultimately, pulling the lever on the train and costing £250, is that makes it legal for the rich. What we're doing is we're egalitarianizing that and we're making it legal for anyone who is subscribed. You pay £10 a month to us, yeah, yeah. you can pull the lever on the train. doesn't matter whether you're rich or you're poor, you can pull the lever on the train because we will help with that. I never thought about the pull the lever on the train issue as a class issue. Yeah, oh, I mean, it really literally is. But now now that you say it, it is. It is like this definitely, like it's priced out of the proletariat's yeah, yeah. bracket and it's it's it's... Pulling the lever on the train is pretty fucking bougie, actually. <laughs> the bougiest way to travel is you're in the first class and then the train. And you're like, I just want to stop here, actually. It's, yeah. not, a, it's, not, a, it's yeah. not a train station. Actually, my house is just there. Yeah. <laughs> Seats in first class now actually have like, you know what? You know when, mm. you know when you're on a bus yeah. and there's that stop bus in? Ding, ding. In super first class, they just have one of those in each seat. Yeah. But it just dead stops the train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would bring life more whimsy, allowing you to just get things via theft. Yeah. Petty theft for low value is fun, you know? Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, if we're pivoting into now we also insure you for stealing stuff, that's an interesting That's an interesting new step. Do, do we? Well, I mean, I, I guess uh, in some sense, if I went and I took some 
Jar's Country Crisp, <laughs> the best and bougiest cereal from Tesco. Yeah. Uh, they'd probably try to find me. What about if we made a supermarket where you had to steal stuff? You had to steal stuff. Yeah, what if we turned the supermarket into basically a real-world video game where you had to sneak around and, and like, and, oh, and, and heist stuff? What if every trip to the supermarket was Ocean's Eleven? I, you'd go in and there'd be, like, 30 guards yeah. on little patrol routes, like you're playing some old video yeah. game. <laughs> exactly, yeah, there's cameras. And the camera project a big laser grid on the floor to show where it's looking so you can kind of sneak past it. I, I like the... I mean, I, I love this. Uh, I like how, like, it's it's usually the next stage of being a bouncer at a supermarket. Like, you, you're actively... You know everyone's stealing mm. and you just need to find it. Oh. It's a pretty fun job, actually, being it, one yeah. of the people walking on the supermarket on your very specific route. Yeah trying to stop Alex from stealing a plasma TV. Oh, it's really good. I like it because you can steal anything, but you have to get out with it. You have to get out of the shop. I, I think it's like, there's a flat fee. Yeah. 15 pounds to enter the shop. And it's like, you can take everything. Supermarket sweep. You could take this whole shop if you wanted to. If, if you can you, get it out. If you can get it out. And most people are going to come out with like a, a Snickers and a tube of toothpaste in their pockets. Yep having Commando crawled down the toilet roll aisle. But I imagine there is, there will be the more um, entrepreneurial among us who are willing to go in like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible from the roof dangle from a wire or Ocean's Eleven it. You have made a fake supermarket somewhere else to train in. You have a very acrobatic man in a box. You're going to sneak in in the middle of the night. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that, that that this is actually, it's not just everyone stealing. Some people who don't want to be involved in that, in the heist part of the supermarket are just in there shopping regularly. Oh, so can you, oh, so can you do normal shopping here as well? I think you have to be able to because it's funnier that way. And it's more, there are more people around to see you commit crimes. And you're also, you know, so we have the guards there who are always going to arrest you if they, if they spot you do seeing a crime. Mm -hmm. But then there's the ambiguous level of like, this is a, just a person on the street. Are they going to dob me in it? So I, 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 I clarify. Is it, is crime still illegal in this shop? If you steal something, are you getting reported to the police or is the bit that you're paying 50 pound entry and you can quote steal something, but you're not really. Or is it actually if you get caught stealing, you're you're going down to the police station. So there are there are two ways to go into the shop. Right? There's two entrances. Okay, okay. There's the main entrance, which is you just go in and do your shopping. You pay, it's regular, it's just a regular Tesco's. Mm -hmm. The other entrance is an air duct on the side. Yeah. And you pay 15 quid, you tap 15 quid on your contactless payment to go in through that entrance. <laughs> and as long as you don't leave through the front door and as long as you don't get caught, you get everything. In both instances, if you steal, you are going to jail. Right, right. In some way. I, stealing, like, being emboldened to steal from a shop's actually, there's so many interesting ways into a Tesco. Yeah. Like, 
you could learn the delivery patterns and sneak in one of the vans. Oh yeah. You could you could hide in there overnight and get overnight. Sneaking in through the vents and going down Mission Impossible sounds amazing. Oh man, can you imagine you sneak in there, you build a little bed out of toilet rolls behind the toilet oh, rolls. Yeah. Like and you snuggle down there and you go to sleep. And then you sleep all the way through and the next morning someone comes in and picks up the toilet rolls and you're just sleeping in there. <laughs> I, I I think great escape style tunneling. Yeah. From underneath one of the aisles. Oh. So you could push the aisle back and there'd just be a hole. And then you could get a lot of stuff out. You in through the vent, tap your 15 pounds on your yeah. foot card. And then you just, you now live in Tesco for a week or two as you slowly tunnel your way out. Oh. I think it's good. I, yeah. It would be very exciting. I like this idea of it being... Like I would put a lot of effort in, you know, you've seen those, those pictures that people do where they're body painted to look like the background. Yeah. Be like body painted to look like a big pile of pineapples <laughs> and then just like lie yeah. on the floor. Like, Hey, <laughs> the, Oh shit. We've got, we've, I think we've actually got something here. I actually think this is an interesting concept for a store, like a pop-up shop. Somewhere. Oh, it is an interesting thing for a pop. Like you get those actual pop up shops. Like there's an Amazon one in London. I've seen a Tesco's one as well, where you, you scan your club card on the way in. You can pick anything up, and when you leave, it automatically charges you for it. Yeah, as you leave. That's basically it. That is the shop. That's what it is. You scan your club card on the way in. Boop. You sneak in. You steal all the stuff, and then we just charge you for it when you leave. But like, no risk of. This is an actual shop idea. This is this is not a bit. This is a really good shop idea. You have to do it secretly. Just like, sneak it out. Now you could just go into one of those Amazon Fresh pickup stores and just pretend that you were stealing stuff. I I I I I I actually do sincerely think there's value in the flat fee. Take everything you can, but we will try and stop you as well. I think it'd be pretty funny as well that. I mean, that it, it, it definitely makes everyone's lives a lot more thrilling. And some of the things that are going to happen, if you're just stacking shelves in Tesco and someone rappels down from the ceiling yeah. and grabs a box of frubes and then scoots back up to the ceiling again. Well, there's this, th- there's a really great idea of like, you own this pop-up store mm. and there is this theft thing happening. Yeah. Either there's a flat fee or it is more like you have things secretly and you are charging the way out. But you don't tell everybody. Mm. Like the store opens like normal. On the on looking at it, it's like a normal store. Yeah, yeah. But like on TikTok, you announce that you can steal shit. Oh my god! Yeah. So most people going in aren't stealing shit. It's thrilling for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then there's an exciting thing of like two days later, you're like, oh, I, I bought this pair of trainers from that shop. Yeah, but I could have. I could have stolen them and got them for free <laughs> or for like this much discounted rate. Yeah. If I, you know, was more clued into their shoe situation. And I think it'd make you want to go back. I, yeah. I would, I'd be sneaking in every day. I'd be just doing a daily shop. Because also doing the big shop and stealing the big shop is a, that's a, that's an undertaking. <laughs> that's that- a whole day's activities though for the family is to go in and steal the entire big shop. The big shop. That that is the Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um, big hotel casino heist. You know, that's yeah. that's what you have to plan for. 
that's that's like the one final job you do before you retire. That's when you have to drag your mates in for. I think we have to change the way that we build shops as well. Like it has to be multi-level because the really good stuff has to be on the top because that's how it works in a heist or really or far underground. Really, really deep. Yeah. Yeah. You want to buy it? You want to steal a TV? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're in this vault on the 77th floor. Yeah. You need like an eyeball scanner. Yeah. A, a vo- voice detections there. There's 24 hour cameras. You're going to need to dress up like a guard, basically. Shit. Yeah. This is good. We've reached the end of the episode and I I actually sometimes we say things in these episodes and I'm like shit this could be a good idea and I think pop-up shop that you can steal from is actually a good marketing a good marketing idea. I yeah, I think so. I think it's like reverse escape room yes situation where you have to break into it and I I actually think it would be really fucking cool. Like I would pay money to break into something to steal a thing and because it's like it's a little bit gamified it's going to take multiple attempts as you learn like the layout of the store and where the things are where the guards are and like how am I going to get the you know this briefcase with the key in it over here with the lock yeah that's going to take time yeah if one of our listeners was listening and they were like they were they were planning on stealing something (laughs) and they wanted to tell somebody what they were going to steal how could they tell us? How could they get in contact with us? The best way is to pick up the phone and dial 999. <laughs> <laughs> Start with the words, I intend on stealing A, and then finish that sentence <laughs> off with the thing that you intend to steal. If, however, they were, this was a Robin Hood situation and they were going to steal from the rich to give to the poor. Yep then they should definitely email us on our email address, which is brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. And apart from actually, like, I mean, the, the crimes, which we, we don't want in our inbox, we don't want to be complicit in this, what we really want is your business ideas. Yeah. If you have ridiculous business ideas, please let us know. Um, we've had quite a few recently. We have. And we send everyone who emails us a whole bunch of merch. It's good Stickers. Yeah. Lovely, lovely stickers. I have a final business idea from one of our listeners. Okay. This is from this is from Nathan. He was on the train with me. Okay. And he, he came up with a lot of business ideas as well. <laughs> so his his big idea. Close your eyes and imagine this. Skyscrapers, but going down. <laughs> Lava scrapers. <laughs> Magma scrapers. Yeah, okay. All right, sweet. Keep your brain on the outside, Andrew. Keep your brain on the outside.